Welcome to the Business of You podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Gogos. This podcast is dedicated to helping you uncover how to turn your big idea into big business and grow your personal brand into the business of your dreams. Each week, I'll talk to founders of all kinds of businesses, exploring how they launched and grew their companies. Behind every successful business is an epic journey, one that can serve as a roadmap to help you grow yours. The Business of You is all about frank conversations and unique business wisdom for the entrepreneur. It's a chance to tune into the story behind the brand and retrace the path of those who walked this road before you so you can pave your own road to success. Welcome to The Business of You. Rachel Sr. is today's guest on The Business of You. Rachel gives completely new meaning to the concept of making dreams a reality. Rachel is a pastor, an author, a songwriter, and an entrepreneur. She's also the founder and CEO of a company called Business of Dreams, which you can find at businessofdreams.net. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Business of You, where you'll hear Rachel talk about three dreams specifically that she had that she truly made a reality and turned into the business of her dreams. Enjoy. Rachel, welcome to The Business of You. How's your day going so far? It's well, thank you so much, Rachel. So nice to have you here. I'm excited to hear about your story. It's really fascinating from what I've what I've dug up on you. Um, so would love to start by you sharing your story. You know, where where were you born? What was your your childhood like? And, you know, if you can share some of the highs and lows that got you to starting this really unique business that you started. Yes. Yeah, so I was actually born in Miami. Um, born in Miami, moved to Georgia, where I am based now, um, and uh, when I was 12, 12, 13, so been here since, outside of me going back to Florida for college, um, but um, as a child growing up, I've always had dreams, um, dreams, even I remember as a little girl sharing dreams with my mom that I would have that I saw a car hit you and or I saw, you know, in dreams and and my parents begin to kind of take some of my dreams a little serious because some of my dreams, I remember having a dream that somebody in our church, I'm talking about a little girl, looked like a skeleton. They're walking around looking like a skeleton and coming to find out that person had cancer that nobody knew about. And um, yeah, and it was like, oh, you dream. So um, I've always been dreaming. Um, but then as I got older, I started paying more attention to my dreams in high school and college. And um, as an adult who began to really hone in on the gift that um, God had given me in dreams, I began to really, really study um, interpreting and understanding what's coming out of them. And then acknowledging that a lot of my biggest decisions um, starting a church, finding a building, um, moving into business was coming out of information and insight I was getting on my dreams. So as I started studying based on dreams that I had had about business of dreams and, and business of dreams, um, I started finding out that a lot of people, not just historically, but contemporary, were building businesses like million dollar business ideas off of dreams. 
And I'm like, this is something that's been happening a lot. But we, the culture, have kind of started like, you know, minimizing the power of dreams when it's been historically something that God has utilized this whole time to give us information. So now, you know, with all of that history for me and my dreams and then the information and the research that I've been able to dig up and to prove and to see and to witness, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to really start kicking this off into the world that we've got to pay attention to our dreams because we're asking all these questions. We don't know what our purpose is. We don't know the decisions to make. And they're getting them in our dreams. Yeah, absolutely. So let's back up a little. So you were having these dreams as a young child, talking to your parents about them, some of the information and some of the things were actually coming to you were learning things about people that wasn't really out there. So what happened next? What did you you just what how did you feel as a young child? Like, was this plaguing you? Were most of the dreams uncovering information that wasn't so positive? How was it affecting you? So as a child, um, it didn't really affect me. I think it was kind of like a little innocent thing. I didn't really know, like, what was happening. Like, just, oh, oh, well, that happened. But as a high school student, um, that's when it kind of was like, oh, I remember having a dream um, about a, a, a guy I was dating or interested in, and he had gotten into a car accident in the dream. And um, I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't want to say anything. Like, I don't want to tell somebody I didn't get in a car accident. Um, but then, like, three days later or whatever, I was having a conversation with him. And I and he said to me, man, I just got in this big car accident. <laughs> and I was like, oh. So I started realizing that sometimes I'm getting these dreams so that I can pray for people and, 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 and to help people to to make a bad situation not be so bad. So I've, I've learned that there are dreams that I can pray and interfere with. And then there are dreams that I'm getting prepped for in my heart so that when they happen, I kind of know how to navigate around them. So I had to learn even that, like what's the dreams that are going to happen no matter what? And, and what's the dreams that I can, I can pray for to help navigate it so it's not as it is. Um, but I had to learn that. And it was like, a process of man don't hear a dream from Rachel because you know and it's like oh I don't I don't know why I'm dreaming these dreams it's not my fault you know but a lot of my dreams aren't negative you know some of them are dreams that are like hey I see you on a platform singing a song you wrote a song and you know wow you know so you have to learn, but I, I had to learn to embrace that because there was a time it was like I'm not telling anybody my dreams I'm not saying anything because yeah. I don't know but I had to embrace that it's a gift that is used yes. and utilized to help people regardless. Right. Even if the dream isn't so good, it's going to help somebody prepare for something so it may have to be so bad. So did you get to a point where you started telling people about the dreams you were having of them, like whether good or bad, just to, to help them, to help them even foresee danger? Absolutely. I actually, and that wasn't even like long, long ago. Um, I want to say I began to get comfortable understanding the power of these dreams that were speaking to very significant things. Um, probably 2000 and um, I want to say 2015. And I, I, I say that day, that year, because that was the year I had a dream about a young lady I went to middle school with. 
And now 2015, I'm well out of college. Like I'm, I'm, I'm two, I graduated college 2006. So this is 10 years later. And here I am still struggling with, do I tell people dreams, not tell people dreams. And in 2015, I had this dream about a young lady I went to middle school with and she was sitting at a table and she was crying with her head down and she did not know like what to do. She had two women in front of her making a decision whether she should go somewhere with them or not. And I remember thinking, why would I dream about this girl? I haven't seen her in years. So thank God for Facebook and social media. Because I was like, you know what? I'm going to tell her this dream. Like she was crying significantly in the dream. So it had to mean something. So I found her on Facebook. And when I found her on Facebook, I reached out and said, listen, I know it's going to sound kind of crazy, but I had a dream about you. And I think I need to share it with you. And um, ironically, she was very receptive to hear. She was like, here's my number. Give me a call. And when I called her and told the dream, Rachel, you could hear a pin drop and you could hear she was crying in the background. Wow. This this just happened. And I was just asking God, do I make the decisions to continue this relationship with them? Because I'm making decisions that I wouldn't make as a, as a, as a, as an adult, I have to make a shift. So she was just crying and bawling. Like, how would you know that? And that was that moment where I began to say, no matter what, I'm going to tell people these dreams because they are, they're waiting on them. They're answers right. that they're waiting on. Yes. And I'm struggling with whether or not to tell them. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever feel like God is using you as like a, you know, the human voice to kind of, to trans transmit these messages? Absolutely. Because, um, you know, <laughs> I can recall a dream I had about a, a young lady who was also sitting at a table and she was, she had makeup all around her and she was getting rid of it getting rid of her makeup. But in the dream, I go to her and I tell her, don't stop your makeup. This is where your money comes from. This is your source. And so, of course, I go to tell the dream. She's like, you did not know that I was quitting makeup forever. Like, I'm done with it. Like, it's not going anywhere. And when I told her the dream, I said, listen, don't give up. You haven't punched into it yet, but there's going to be an open door. And it wasn't even like a month later before she was becoming this big time bridal makeup artist and got clients everywhere to the point where she started doing um, celebrity makeup. And it was like, okay. And so she said to me, you know, I've done, I've done business coaches. I've done all of that and nothing ever happened the way it happened by just listening to me talking your dream. So I do believe even to this day, I have dreams about other people's businesses. I had a dream where I told this one lady, you have to go to school and get a certification because there's a contract coming to you out of a dream that if you don't have a certification, you're not going to be able to get it. Two weeks later, a contract came and they wanted her to have a certification. So now she's in school getting it because of that. So God absolutely speaks to me. And that's what I learned over the years in my dreams. Primarily, some people hear from God through visions or, or you know, they're sitting down on a song. For me, it's dream. It's when I sleep. And, and, and whether it's about me or other people, he's always given me something. And I've learned to trust that no matter what it looks like. And that's the crazy part, because in life, you're like, I don't see that happening. That's not what they're going through. Right. <laughs> Dream is like, no, this is what it is. Say, 
So, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do you wake up multiple times a night with from a dream? Do you have like a notebook by your bed? Do you have to write things down or do you remember things clearly in the morning? I do have a um, notebook and a record my phone recorder Uh, um, because I definitely I'm going to say starting out, Rachel, it was so hard for me to remember the dream. I started that was like, I know I dreamed, but what did I dream? And because I knew my dream was important, it would bother me. Like, what did I dream? And so I had to learn at one point to wake up. Like if I had a dream, I would get up at like four or five in the morning and I would write it down because I didn't want to forget it. And it was like that REM state when you're not, yes. so, but yeah. you're still there to remember it. And that discipline it's like it, it it strengthened my 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 dream communications because it got to a point where I was remembering now when I got up. Hmm. But it was like it's almost like God was like, let me see how disciplined you're going to be for real with these dreams. Right. Right. And, and once I showed that, yeah, I'm going to write them down, I'm going to study them. It became easier to remember when I woke up. Now, I don't forget my dreams. I remember them, but I also have to write them down or record them or I'll make little notes, little highlight notes. So when I go back to really dive into it, I remember um, what I need to remember about it. But you've got to tell everybody you've got to make a habit as a dreamer to have something by you to write it down, jot it in your phone, because dreams don't come out of our conscious mind, our regular mind. And when we wake up, we wake up in our conscious, regular minds ready to go. So <laughs> right, right. We have to go back to where we were in the dream. And sometimes that takes getting up in the middle of the night or really yeah. early before you go into anything and just letting your, your mind bring back to you in the, mm-hmm. in the state that it was in what God wanted you to know. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, you shared more about some of these dreams that you were having and getting more comfortable sharing the information with people. Um, you went to college, you became a teacher, right? Yes. And ma'am. you were teaching music. Yes. If I, okay, great. And so how long were you teaching music for? Um, I taught music for a total of, I'm going to say, started out with six years, then I stopped for two years. I'm sorry, then I stopped for 10 years to do a nonprofit. Then I came back for four more years, which is a total of 10 years. Okay. So that was your most recent, you know, work. And while you were working at this school, you started, you started having some of your own dreams, right? Three is what I, what I um, learned about you. You had three really significant dreams. So can you share a little bit about that? And then, you know, just for context, this was now 2021, right? That you started having these dreams? Yeah, I started having in 2021. Yes. Okay. So what what was the you know, what were these dreams about and how did you know that they were different or unique in some way? So the, um, what the first dream I had, I was having a conversation with my cousin who is a um, a big time. I'm going to say she's very she's a specialist at human resources. So her in, in natural life. She does things with human resources, helping people make the right job decisions or the right, get the right contracts. So in the dream, I'm talking to her and I'm telling her 
you know, I, I know that it's getting time for me to leave my job as a music teacher. I'm telling her I, I'm supposed to be teaching at universities, dream teachings. Uh, um, I, I have these teachings that I have to teach to universities and different corporate things that, that it goes some different way. I don't know, but I got to find a way to do it. I got to find a way to make the transition. So I'm having that conversation with her in a dream. Then, um, you know, some maybe a couple months later, come back, have another dream where I'm having a conversation with my principal at my school. And I'm telling him that I've got to go, you know, it's getting that time where I got to find a way, but I don't know how I kept saying, I don't know how put the transition, but I know I'm supposed to be teaching dreams. So I'm telling him this now, then come months later, I'm dreaming that I'm in the bank. And I'm in a bank and I'm sitting in the bank and I and I'm going, is this the job that transitions me from teaching to where I'm supposed to go? How did I get here? I'm asking these questions in the bank. I don't know if I'm a bank teller. I don't know what I'm what I'm there for. So when the when the person, the HR person comes up to me, she's like, all right, come on. I'm going to take you to the next floor for processing. And I'm thinking to myself, like, so I am a bank teller. Wait, what, 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 when I do this, and as I go up with her, I realize I'm not going to the floor where they, they, they process people. I'm going to like the corporate floor where the CEOs and the CFOs are. And then she tells me to sit on the couch. The CFO will be with you. And I'm like, I'm realizing I'm not a bank teller, but I don't <laughs> know what I am. <laughs> And I'm like, why am I here? So the CFO, I'm seeing him in his office. He's standing up and he's stressed out. And you can see him with his head on his hand. And he's like, got all this stuff on his paperwork. And he's like, I, he couldn't wait to have a meeting with me. And so I'm sitting with this other couple that's waiting as well to seek to talk to him. I don't know the couple, but I'm like, they look like they're confused as well why they're here. So when I wake up, Rachel, from that dream, that's when I, it comes off with the CEO coming to talk to me. Um, I hear, like, I want to say while I'm waking up, I hear in the dream, your bank is in the corporate dream teachings. Your bank is in the corporate dream teachings. And I'm like, and that's when business of dreams, it just hits that there are dreams that are telling you where your business is. And I have to start teaching people that. So now I understood all the other dreams and what the teachings university-wise, corporate-wise are going to be, teaching people how to get back to the business of dreams, where dreams were utilized even back in the Bible days to establish kingdoms and kings and queens Mm. in the area for where they're going to succeed most. Yeah. Amazing. Were you, Rachel, before you started having those three subsequent dreams, were you thinking that it was time to start looking for a different career path or a different job? Well, to be honest, I had just gotten back, Rachel, to mm-hmm. teaching music. Okay. Um, like, I, I, like I said, I, start, I came out of college, went straight to teaching music. Then I stopped because I started working on a nonprofit mm-hmm. for young ladies. And so in that process, when I felt, oh, it's time to go back to teaching music, I had a passion to want to go back and do these performances. So I had just gotten back. I definitely didn't think so soon that I would be, that I was like, I was there for like three years. And I'm like, wait a minute, there can't, there can't be time to go yet. Right, I, I right. Just came back, but I learned 
not to ignore my dreams. Mm -hmm. And in the process of me following my dreams, I started writing the book. The book, the book started coming. The courses started coming. Like the 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 downloads were like instant. And then the connection started coming. It was like it was happening without me even having to make the whole effort just Mm -hmm. because I said, fine, I'll do it. I always think that's such a sign of being on the right path, right? When things just come so easily and naturally like that. And I love what you did next. Like you actually, you know, have figured out how to monetize your gift and your passion um, in this company that you started last year called Business of Dreams. So can you, can you share about the process then? So you, you leave your job, but then you know, so many struggle with so many people struggle with what to do next, right? They have a business idea and they think they need a name for it and a logo and all these different things that actually isn't what makes the money at the end of the day. So right. tell us like step by step what you did to launch your business. So it started and and and, and I have to be very, very honest when I say I really rely heavily on my dreams. Like when when moments looked like, is this really going anywhere? It was like, no, the dream said that you were going to be making your bank. So it was believing what I saw in my dream that kept fueling me to make these moves. So I'm writing this book. And as I'm writing the book, it's like the next idea comes like this book can be taught in classes. Like every section can be broken down into courses. So the courses come. I did get a um, business coach who, um, which is this, which is why I teach the business of dreams because the business of dreams motto is what I actually did to start it. So I took the information out of a dream. Then I linked with a business coach who understood the information out of my dream. I gave her. So now she could give me actual coaching information and guidance based on real information that God had given me. Like what greater way to coach from through God given information. (laughs) So now she's coaching me from this and those, those, those coaching, um, uh, instructions are opening me up to more things. So now the, I, I am, before I did a website, I had stuff in paper. Before I did a course, I already saw what it was. And so now when it came time to do the website, I was like, oh, I know what this thing looks like. It, it, it's, it's easy. It, 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 that was the easy part because now I had literally taken steps to seek the coach based off what I've gotten and go from there. I, I wasn't, the logo wasn't the first thing on my mind. That 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 came easy after I got the information navigated through for which I had in my dream. So my first step, I tell people, if you do business coaches are very essential, but they don't work at they're not as um, beneficial or effective if you're operating in the wrong vein. Right. (laughs) Yeah. If you are telling people, you know do this, do that, but that's not the area for where they're going to have their success. It's not going to work. But the key for me was I was getting coached from where I had gotten information from mm. it mm-hmm. to start. And that makes a big difference for entrepreneurs, for anybody. If you're in the area that you're supposed to be in, it, it begins to flow. Doors open. Um, Rachel, I got connected. I actually had another, because, I, okay, so when you have, I call them I am dreams or um, 
conception dreams. These are dreams where the idea comes and you that where, that you're gonna birth from. That's gonna be your big thing. Or I am dreams are dreams that show you who you're going to be on what platform you're going to take. And when you have those dreams, usually those dreams begin to initiate a process in your life that starts opening doors for you. And so I say at that point time, you pay attention now to the dreams that come behind them, category two dreams that kind of give direction for how to navigate you into that conception dream. And so I had little dreams among after the big dreams that will say, you know, this or that. I realized that that couple in my dream was a real couple <laughs> that I didn't know about. And I re- realized who it was and reached out to this, this, this young man who had actually been the, the stylist, the celebrity stylist of Steve Harvey. And oh my gosh. I, yeah, I reached out to him because I had heard his story years ago about how he had a dream that he was um on the Steve Harvey show and at, in his dream, Steve Harvey came and approached him and started fixing his tie. And from that dream, he actually went to the Steve Harvey show. Steve Harvey really did approach him about his outfit and he became his stylist right then there on the spot. So I reached out to him to say, hey, I need your story as I do this launch because you're one of the main, you know, characters like yeah yeah yeah. and from there that partnership happened he was the couple he was the guy and 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 we started going around now talking about the power of the dream so there's guidance in your dreams to get you to your dreams so true that's that's amazing so for people that are um Well, let me rephrase the question. Do you help people figure out how to get into that dream state, like to have dreams that reveal their future to them or their next steps? Yes, I do. Um, I have courses that I call the strength in your dream communications. Okay. At the end of the day, um, you want these dreams. You want to have. Yes. Um, I share even in my book about, um, you know, the the Jews, statistically, um, scientifically, the Jews are disproportionately successful ethnicity. Like they are disproportionately successful in entrepreneurship and retail and business, like they are. But what people don't know too, is that the Jews have a very deep respect for the dream. And so they, they go to bed at night with a dream prayer that they they're taught as children to say before they go to bed, where they prepare their minds to receive the insight. They actually say that in the prayer, the insight that I'm going to get from God while I'm sleeping. And so I'm like, is that a coincidence that one of the biggest, you know, successful cultures, you know, pay attention to their dreams and seek, go to bed a certain way, waiting to hear from God in their dreams. So that's a big part of what I do, getting people in this place where they're having dreams again or remembering dreams that they don't know they're having so that start tapping into that insight that's going to help them. Can you share uh, just two or three bullet points on what people can do to, uh, to create these dreams or remember these dreams? Um, yeah, one bullet point that I give um, to people is you have to prepare to go to bed like you're going to a business meeting. So, you know, like when we go to a seminar, Rachel, we take our notebook, our notepad, because they're ready to get some notes. 
And we are like excited about going there. Like our mind is there. So in the same way, when you go to bed, go to bed like you're getting ready to have a meeting with God. Go to bed with your notebook next to you. Go to bed with your phone next to you. Go to bed and and be and and, and clear your mind. Um, reflect, flush out whatever stresses of the day. Say a prayer that just flushes out everything that you know you went through, and get ready to go to bed with just. I can't wait to see what I'm going to hear from God tonight. And when you go to bed like that, expecting, you know, the Bible says, seek me and you'll find me. <laughs> like you will, she, she shows up. And I tell you, that's like a simple, simple bullet point. But that bullet point, people, when I tell them that and they do it like, it works. Like I'm dreaming. Like I remember a dream. Like it works. It absolutely works because you're expecting it now. Right, right. That's great. Um, what might be a second one? A second bullet point is um, how you wake up from the dream. So when you wake up, um, um, when you wake up and you just go about your day and you're just doing whatever, then you're kind of showing you're not really a good sort of information. <laughs> so when you wake up and you, I tell people, if you wake up at six o'clock to go to work, wake up at 530. Set your alarm. Yes, set your alarm at 5.30 and get up and open that journal and start just reflecting and, and, and praying on what, what, what you could have dreamed if you don't remember. What did I, where am I am? Set your alarm at an early state when you really don't want to wake up, but you do wake up. And when you do that, it's like it, it, it pushes God all the more to say, oh, I want to give them some more because they're, they're doing it. So how you respond after the dream, how you respond when you wake up, showing discipline when you wake up also strengthens your dream mm. and channels while you're sleeping. Hmm. Amazing. Thanks for sharing those tips. Yeah. Uh, how, where do you see you take, well, Actually, let's back up. Tell us a little bit about your business and the services and how you've structured it then. And, um, and, you know, like what you've learned in this first year, you're just coming on a couple months will be your uh, one year anniversary to launching your business. So what have you learned in this first year? What pivots have you made, if any, to to really streamline things and and monetize things better? Um, absolutely. So the structure of my business, it's um, it's really want to say three part there's the dream school um that i do um that's actually training people on interpretation training people on strengthening their dream communications training people on the dreams and the business of dreams how to pull you know the the money out of your dreams how to pull the business out of your dreams then there's the coaching section segment of it where I coach people. So I may not necessarily be training these people on how to interpret, but I'm interpreting for them. And I'm coaching them based on the information or connecting them with my trusted network of coaches that take that information now and, and with their expertise, bring them to the next level with that information. And then the other um the other um, area, and that goes with corporate teachings as well, going into corporate businesses and trying to speak with the, the big heads and helping them make the decisions for the corporations that do it. And then the other part, the other piece to that is just conferences and seminars um, that, that I host and hold that kind of introduce or give people some more insight on what Business of Dreams is all about. And 
Um, the Dream College itself has done very well within the first year. Um, I've, I've, I've gotten a, a significant number of students that I, you know, because this is a this is an interesting field, you know, to try to plow through. So I was expecting like, you know, it may start out with about 10 people that really, you know, want to. But I, I, I definitely was in the 20 to 30 people that bracket for the first two months. And um, it was good. And then the coaching got even clients for coaching. So um, navigating that and even in the process of the course, Rachel, seeing how um, the results were, it was amazing. Like I didn't even expect it to be that, that, that good. Um, people really, I mean, the, the answers, the, 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 the clarity, the detail, like I remember one girl having a dream that literally told her what she was going to do. She, that she needed to go back in college to study this particular major because this is what she's going to do in a dream. And she was so surprised. Like, I never dreamed like that before. And so, I mean, the level of, of output, the, the outcomes were just amazing. Um, so it, as I go forward, just keeping myself studious to, to what, what, what's going on and staying current, because I'm even learning in the field of psychology that there are counselors that counsel from dreams. Um, and and they're, they're, it's like it's becoming, it's, it, it's starting to make its mark, but people have to really learn, you know, the, the groundwork behind it. Um, so I feel like I'm right in the right era of it because it's, it's starting to get its momentum up. Um, but just having to plow through that for me, but the more testimonies, the more students, the more clients, the easier it becomes. And the conferences help because I'm connecting with some big renowned names and people that are helping as well. So conferences or, or traveling and doing it in different states, just offering seminars in different states have helped me also to build my clientele, those types of things. Um, and then also staying um, true to my dreams. Because when I have those moments, I do, I'm not going to lie, where I dream so much, Richard, some days I'm like, God, I don't feel like writing deep down today. Um, but I, I realized though, that's when kind of I dry out. So I got to get back in and be studious. But um, I do, I have, I have, I've learned that I definitely have to start prepping a team uh, of people because it did get to a point where you're getting a lot of interpret, 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 even from people outside of, you know, and you want to be able to give them a glimpse of what it looks like. So you want to help. It's like, okay, I'm one person. And, I, and, and some of the students have been trained now to interpret. So right now, this year, I'm really going to put a focus too on training teams of people. Um, who would be helpful to say, okay, go this person, go that person, because my, it became a little overwhelming with people, you know, responding the way they were responding to it. And doing these interviews have not helped. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, there's more people, but it's good. You want that. You want that. I just want to make sure I have a system that can catch that and, 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 and have that. But, you know, um, one of the things that I did, and I think I mentioned earlier too, is I would give real-time 
you know, examples. There are people, Larry Page, Google came out of a dream. You know, the idea of Google was a dream. Uh, Bea Dixon, who's a millionaire, honeypot company selling all her products from Target out of a dream. Um, James Cameron, Terminator, out of a dream. So, you know, just really keeping, I'm always researching whose next business idea came out from a dream so that I'm, I'm, I'm keeping that information in front of people so that that helping as well. But the processes I've learned is systems, building yeah. systems. And yes, um, so important. Just staying current to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Good for you. So, what's on your horizon for uh, for this year, later this year, next year? This year, I definitely am going to be doing. You know, you you just said something earlier, and it popped the idea in my head when you were like, "Oh, you're coming up on your first year anniversary." I'm like. First year anniversary, I need to have a big, you know, business dream event where maybe I have have some interpreters and just open up the floor for people to come and have yeah. these interpreted and Jean's coach something, a nice little something. So I, I, I can foresee me doing something like that in April for sure. And then, of course, my dream business and wealth convention in September. I'm going to do that as well. Um, that, that's, that's your own your own event. I, my own convention. We did it. We launched one last year and it was amazing. Good for you. So we're going to be doing that. And then, of course, I'll be starting my 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 courses, my eight week courses back up again. Um, um, January, I'm going to be doing a mini virtual course to give people a little insight on joining the eight week course. that will be starting Perfect. up either late January or early February. Um, so I'm. Um, I'm setting that calendar. Actually, my calendar will be finalized on Monday. So I for you. a consultant coach to have my calendar ready to go so that I can start sharing these events, um, you know, uh, frequently so that yeah. people know what's going on. Yeah, that's excellent. It sounds like things are really moving very quickly for you. I mean, you've yeah. accomplished so much in one year, just pulling off of an event, <laughs> launching a business, putting out courses, that's a lot of work. Yeah. So I, I really commend you. Thank you. What's what's the best place for people to learn about, um, you know, your various programs, your event, even your book? Where can people get their hands on that? So if you go to my website, businessofdreams.net, you can find my Business of Dreams book. Um, I have a Business of Dreams journal as well that can coincide with the book. So it helps you to respond to your dreams so that you bring them into manifestation, those that need to be. Um, but businessofdreams.net has all my information, info, business number, all of that. You can also find me on Facebook. I have a Business of Dreams page and a okay. Business of Dreams group as well. So yeah. Excellent. We'll put all, We'll put that link in the show notes too. Well, thanks so much for being on the show and sharing your dreams with us and also helping uh, make other people's dreams a reality. Thank you, Rachel, for having me. This was great. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Business of You. If you found a little dose of inspiration or learned something new, please leave a review and share it with a friend or even two. Interested in building your brand and business? tune in next time to the business of you podcast. And remember, there's only one you you're the biggest differentiator your business has. Until next time, friends.